hello everybody this is april stutzman we got another episode here for you of glory stories i'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of god some of the first times they experienced the presence of god how they cultivated the presence of god and different stories that impacted their life whether it was transformation into glory miracles that happened and i want you to be a part of what this guest has to say how they have experienced the heart of god in his presence so that you my friend can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of god in your everyday life so i'd like to welcome my special guest that i'm interviewing Hey everybody, just share if you're logging into the broadcast. I'm gonna get ready to introduce Elizabeth in just a few minutes. If you know anybody that needs some ministry tonight, we're just gonna flow with the Holy Spirit. So just share, share, share. If you need a miracle, if you need healing, if you need prophetic, just pull on what the Holy Spirit puts on your heart for your needs. I'm just so excited to be interviewing Elizabeth tonight. Lord, I just ask that your presence just washes over everybody right now. Let your glory come into their house. Lord, we just bind distraction right now. Whoa. We just thank you for your intimate love just flowing to your people right now. Right now, we thank you for what you're going to do for the people tonight. We just honor you, Holy Spirit. Just take a minute to focus on Jesus. Just say, Jesus, just come touch me through this broadcast. Whoa. Just ask the Lord to touch you. Hmm. I see many emotional needs getting met tonight, many inner healing um, wounds being healed tonight. So just share, share, share. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We just invite your presence. We honor your presence. Thank you, Lord. I just feel the glory coming in like waves. So I'm gonna give a few more minutes for people to share and then introduce Elizabeth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory. I just release more of your presence, more of your presence over the airways. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Mm. The love of the Father just washing over people's hearts right now. Mm. What a sweet aroma. <laughs> I can just feel the Father's love. Yeah, Lord, just touch them with your love as they're logging in tonight. Everybody needs to be reminded of that, right, Elizabeth? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go ahead and get started and people can log in as they feel led. And I just want to thank Elizabeth Timefoot for coming on here. I'm so excited. You're the founder of International Young Prophets. I know you're an apostolic ministry to the next generation, but I know that you went to Brownsville School of Ministry and you went, I know many hats. You carry multiple, multiple hats as I could see you busy and speaking. So it's such an honor to have you on tonight. Oh, it's so good to be with you, April. And I love your your passion for the nations, I must say. <laughs> I can't wait till everything's open back up and people can run, huh? <laughs> One step at a time. But I just wanted to uh, thank you for coming on and let you share your glory story. When was the first time that you felt the presence of God? Yeah, 
I meant that I could, I sustain, I mean, I grew up in revival, like I got saved in, in a church and revival was going on like three hours away from us. And so we would go, I don't know if you visited it though, with all this hungry people. So, so I remember, I mean, God touched me supernaturally in that church. I was actually, I will say this, I'll share this one and then share kind of like another one that would really, yeah. really help in it. The first time, um, and you guys may think this is wild, but we serve a wild God, right? Oh, so like the first time, um, I was actually in a prayer meeting of anything. Um, I was probably one of the only young people in this prayer meeting, to be honest. And we're in this prayer meeting and it was just quietness. And all of a sudden, I... Um, I, I had this vision and in the vision, um, now you tell, I was just saved, like to have a vision, it seemed normal. Um, now you look back and you're like, that's probably wasn't normal, but, um, back then it was normal to me. And so I had this vision and in the vision, I, I was walking out of like, um, hell and, um, Jesus was actually holding my hand. Every time I've seen Jesus, I've never seen his face every single time he I saw from like his waist down and he was holding my hand and I was like a five-year-old child and he was walking me out of the gates of hell now this is right after I got saved and so like for me that like was so significant in my life the presence of God was so strong another time at that same church that I got saved at in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, another time we had a visiting evangelist. His name is Joey Hippies out of Mobile, Alabama area. Okay. And he, he came in and I remember thinking now this is right after I got saved. So I remember him getting up talking about speaking in tongues and I, something in me was like, whatever that guy is talking about, can he be quiet so I could go up there and get it? Like I, I was super clueless, like super clueless. So, so like, I like literally soon he said, anybody wants to receive um, speaking in tongues come up. I like ran up there, right? I'm almost in the back of the church, which uses my place. <laughs> so um, I ran up to the front and I, as I got there, like this lady started to pray for me and I went down and the power of the Holy Spirit was so strong. I started to speak in tongues. Um, and it was so strong. I felt like the pain that I've gone through, I don't care who you are, you go through pain because we live in this world, but I had just been saved. So I definitely had pain in my life. And, and for two hours, the Lord shook out, like he shook me on the ground and like, I could not get up. Like the weighty presence of God was so strong. I mean, I literally couldn't get up. All I could do is like speak in tongues, but I knew it was like, he was cleaning me out like pain that I'd experienced for years. And so um, with that, uh, I remember hearing kids like laughing because I'm like laid out on the floor, right? Um, I was a teenager. And so like I was laid out on the floor and then all of a sudden um, they fi I finally like got up after that process with the Lord on the ground. Um, and remember, I was just saved. I'd never known the Lord. So it's not like I could even make that stuff up. Right. So so as I get up, I'm trying to talk to my friends that are there and no English is happening. Like I literally am speaking in tongues to my friend and like I would try to talk to anyone and I could not like. Like I could not have, um, have like any kind of English going on. And I was like, Lord, you, this is a joke. Like I can't. So I, I literally am thinking English words, but it's not coming out. It's coming out in tongues. And so after that, I was like, Lord, 
Um, I, I like I'm processing with him. Like I have to speak in English, you know, I don't know if that's ever happened to you trying to speak in tongue. I mean, English, he, all is coming is tongues. So I think my friends kind of picked up on that. And this, um, one of them said, we should probably leave her car here and drive her home. So like they drove me home that night and like my parents, like I just told them, I was like, oh, I just left my car at the church, you know? And so, but um, with that, I literally went in the house and I would try to like, and I was like, thank God my parents are in bed. I was like, thank God they're so in bed because I wouldn't know how to explain anything to them because all I could do, I literally got home and I could not speak in English still. Huh. I would try to talk to people and like just talk in general and tongues would come out. And so I went to bed that night. And when I went to bed, there was so much glory on me. I actually had an open vision and I saw this um, big circle that kind of looked like now I would, I, I mean, I, I actually started to read scripture after you remember I'm just saved right and now I'm starting to read scripture and don't ask me why we started the weird books like revelation and those kind of things but I was reading in the book of revelation um that they had um you know talked about a river you know the river what it looked like that's actually what I saw in my room whenever I went to bed that night and so for me I don't know I I really love the Lord I really love the glory I love anything that's like legit that's not man-made that God like actually like allows us to see I want to see those things so for me I've just been in a pursuit of God's heart and like what he desires in the earth um and so I, I don't know I just I'm after his presence. I'm after, I love the glory. I love the glory. So I'm, I'm after his presence and so whatever that looks like, um, I'm, I'm want to go for it. Amen. I just love the hunger right there. You just described, you were so hungry. So yeah. Lord, we just declare hunger over yeah. everybody that's hungering for more glory. We just declare supernatural hunger. And the thing I love about you, Elizabeth, is we're naturally supernatural. Yeah, it's our DNA. It's it's being born again with Jesus Christ as the doorway. And I love that about your testimony and how powerful that is. And I love the intimacy of the uniqueness of everybody that's ever been on here has a unique story with Jesus Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. The, the love level. So tell me how you cultivated it after you fresh got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I love that you got filled with the Holy Spirit and you didn't allow humanism, analytical ways. He just, it sounds like God just burned out every fear of man that you had right then. <laughs> well, not sure. I mean, like at that point, I was just like, I was so glad God touched me. I don't know. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I was just so hungry for that. And so um, I think one of the things for me, it was so good. The Brownsville revival was going on three hours for me. So I would work all week and go to school. And then I would drive over the weekend to go to revival. And like, I remember seeing things um, that people were like manifestations and stuff. And I was like, Oh, Lord, I don't have that. Like, it was like, it was not that I needed to replicate that was going on. Um, I wanted to have the experience of God touching me. And oh so God. in that, if you, if you're watching and you've, you know, you were part of the Brownsville revival or visited, um, it was like, I wanted more of God. I was so, I don't think I've ever lost my hunger for the presence of God, but I just wanted God. I wanted him to touch me the way he wanted me to touch, to, you know, that he wanted to touch me, but I was like, somebody has more than me. 
Like we should be, we Come should on. be, so when somebody has more than us, not Amen. be jealous, not be jealous of them, but say, God, there's more. Like we should look at it as them having more. And so with that, I'm like, God, they have more than me. So there's more that I could pursue in you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that I've ever, um, you know, I love ministry. I get the privilege to serve so many people. And mm-hmm. I don't know that that's really what I, I long for. Because um, ministry really is a lot of work, um, which I don't I don't mind doing. Because at the end of the day, we're honoring the heart of God. But um, mm-hmm. my biggest pursuit is to know Him, like really know Him. Like I'm like there. I was having this conversation in the car with the Lord the other day, and I was like, God, I I, I want. There's a part of you I don't know yet. And I really, I know there's a lot of parts of God we don't know yet, but this was like my little talk with God this weekend. And I said, there's a part of you I don't know yet. Um, I really want to know, like, I, I don't even care. Like, I don't want anyone else to know this part of mine and yours relationship. I just want this to be me and you. I want it to be like you to show me a part of you. Um, I'm really fascinated, actually, with, you know, in Exodus, when it said that, you know, when it's talking about when he says, I want to see your face and. God is like, man, you know, like I'm, I'm thinking in conversation, right? So I'm like, okay, so God knows he can't show his face or Moses will die. So he's like, I'm so in love with man and Moses that I, I really, I have to show him some part of me. It's kind of like, you'll try to show them like real lovers want to show something. Amen. So for me, I, I saw that part where he's like, okay, I'll let you see my backside. That's a part of me that you can see. Like he didn't say, okay, Moses, you can't see me. He goes, he was trying to find a way for Moses to see it. I know this is a deeper theology so than that. So yeah. yeah, there's a deeper theology than that. But I'm just saying like just the instance of, of God um, wanting to so have relationship with man. And, you know, our, so my biggest pursuit is not ministry. My biggest pursuit is to know him and like to know the heart of God. And um, I don't know, like, I just, we can talk more about glory. I mean, I love that, but this is like, he's like, show me your glory. Like, what is that? I'm like, oh man, like that's the pursuit, right? Yes. Yes. It's that tenacity. The tenacity after the father. I can relate to that more than anything because I was pondering in Jeremiah this week, Elizabeth, but let him who glories glory in this, that he knows and understands me. Yeah. It's like, that just hit me this week. It's like Jeremiah 924, Lord, let me just know you and understand your ways. So I love that holy tenacity and pursuit that you're constant with the father because everything we need is in his presence. If you need a miracle, if you need inner healing, if you need validation, I know plenty of people that are, are healed from childhood wounds, just from validation of getting in the presence of the father, you know, like you described that inner healing that the father did when you got in his glory. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm like, I don't know what inner healing is. If you'd walked up to me, I mean, he didn't need for me to know the terminology for for him to heal me. (laughs) Amen. Amen. It's so true. So just tell me how some places, I know there's so many distractions. I, I, I just, oh, distractions drive me crazy because I want to be in the father's presence without phones going off, without this, you know, somebody knocking on the door. Da, da, da. Tell me how you guarded your intimacy with the Lord and maybe some um, practical things that you did to just guard, guard your glory time. Yeah. Father. There, there are seasons where, um, 
you know, first of all, this, give yourself a break. Like you don't always have to feel God's presence thick on you. Like give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I think that God really showed me that um, whatever you can give to him, if it's your best, Come on. I love he receives that. that. So I went through this season of my life years ago that I went through depression and I just could not get out of it. Like I was like, I mean, I remember the devil in my ear. I just could not get out of it. And um, I remember, I remember I couldn't even get in the word. Like that's how bad it was. It was like, I couldn't get in the word. I, I just, all that would squeak out of me, like, because when you're in depression, you have no sign. Right. And so, um, so it, all I could get out of me was like a song. Like I would like sing these, like, like, like these songs. Cause sometimes when God speaks to me, even though never asked me to sing, there's no anointing <laughs> on me singing at all. So no one ever asked me to sing, but like when God actually speaks to me, usually it's through a song. Oh. So in that season, it would squeal out some songs that would come out of me that I wouldn't even be thinking about. It was like these songs would come out of me and it was like the words of the song would minister to me. And I had no strength at the time, like physical strength. Cause when you're in depression, you could have emotional time tiredness you can have all these things and so so in the middle of that these and I remember going God I'm so sorry I'm not in your word like I don't even have strength to read your word and he said he goes if your best is giving me just that one line of that song sung over and over that's your best and I receive it as the greatest offering so so for me, I, I feel like the glory and living in God's presence is a journey. It's not about yeah. living on a mountain because if, if we are always trying to live on a mountain, we'll create some falseness that the rest of the world can't, you know, really apply. Right. Yeah. So, so in the middle of it, like in the valley, he's still smiling over me it, as much as he is on the mountaintop smiling yeah. at me when I'm in my valley and I can't see a way and it's dark, yeah. he's still smiling over me. And like, for me, that's the type of God I want to serve. I want to serve a God that's the same God in the mountain. He's the same God in the yeah. valley. Right. Yeah. And so in the middle of that, like it made me fall in, in those valley times in that season that I that I went through that, which it was a satanic attack, you know, um, in that time, um, I realized that, uh, I realized there was a depth being built inside of me mm. that, that I, I needed for this season of my life. Like the depth of what he, he does back there actually produces, it's a seed for the season of this life. So, so for me, um, even though that was really a hard season and that really like, I mean, it was really, really a hard season. Um, it, it produced such something inside of me that in this season of my life, I can't be bought. Come on. I can't, there's nothing like, I just, I can't, I mean, I'm not, it, it, I can't, I will not sell out God's presence in my life. Even when I go in a service, I have a deal with the Holy spirit. I say, Holy spirit, if you move, I'm out of the way. Amen. So, so, so people don't realize like sometimes like, you know, my Bishop teaches me this. Like I always remember the scripture. He always says all things work together for the good. Come on. Not all the good things work together for the good. All things work together for the good. Yeah. So that season of my life actually made me the type of minister I am today. And yeah. so for me, I, that's why the glory and the presence of God is number one in my life. It's not ministry. And so back then I hated that season. I hated it. Who'd hate, who'd loves dark seasons? Like, Oh, Lord, on, dark. 
Yeah, right. we don't go to God. We pray in the morning. Oh Lord, give me a hard season, dark season. I really cherish those. But there's some there's something in the breaking of seasons in our lives that produces a fragrance that and and you get an overcomer's anointing when you can overcome in those areas. So um, I don't know. I just I feel like those seasons produce such a deeper love for the Lord and a pursuit of His heart that man can't buy from me. You know, Amen. Amen. That's so. That's just amazing. That is just oh, this transformation that took place even in the darkest valley. So I love that realness, and I see that it created such a fortitude in your spirit. So if you feel led, just go ahead. I felt such a breaker over you to break depression. So let's just use that battle and stomp, stomp hey, it out of people's lives. Before life. I do that, April, can I, can I, can I say something really good? And I think I shared this up when you were up in Gatlinburg. I shared this little component because I want, pe I want people to have hope. I want people Amen. to be encouraged. Amen. So I'm going to explain this really quick and then I'm going to pray for you for this to be broken off of you. Okay. So in when you're growing in God, there's seasons. I, I'm going to use ages, but I'm you. They're actually a reflection of stages, right? So you ask God to use you. So I'm going to do this, and then we'll pray for you. But when you're in your 20s, what God does is God allows you to have your own strength. So you could be running all over the place. You say yes to everything possible. Like you just get so caught up in your strength. Now you don't know you're relying on your strength. You actually call it God's strength. But it's actually your strength. But what God's trying to produce in you is a trust for him. So he lets you allow you go through the in your 20s. We've all seen the zealousness of people in their 20s, right? So God allows that. That's He's a good father. So then you get into your 30s, and all of a sudden, remember, I'm using ages, but it's actually stages. It could be ages, but it's stages. So you get into your 30s, and all of a sudden, you go through the dark night of the soul. You remember God <laughs> taught you how to know him in your twenties and, and you've asked him to use you in your thirties. He actually breaks you and you go through the dark night of your soul. And so in that time, um, God is actually breaking you out of you. But remember, you're going to be like, Oh God, I trust you because you built that kind of thing with him. And so, but he's breaking you because he cannot use you in whatever amount he wants to use you if you don't embrace the breaking because he's he somehow has to let you decrease like annihilate you Amen. so he, <laughs> so so yeah dying to self uh preach let the holy spirit come move <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then, um, so then now you're going through the dark night of the soul. And here's the deal. People, you can try to, if you want to be used by God, you have to endure processes. I know people don't like it. It's Everybody super wants it instant. Yeah. Preach yeah, it. It's super <laughs> uncomfortable. It's super yeah. uncomfortable. I mean, there are times when I was going through dark night. So I was like, have I gone through like three dark nights of the soul? <laughs> Oh man, I can I went, that one. <laughs> yeah, I would literally lay on the floor and go, God, I don't have any strength. Done yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna roll on the altar of God and just Come roll on. myself up. <laughs> That's the only strength I had. But what what it was producing in me is God is getting you out of you. You know, everybody has their different levels. They're, they have too much of them in them. But it's like either you're in it or you're not. And so Amen. this is where people get lost. You'll see people fall away from Christ because they can't endure the process. So unless you learn to lean in in the dark times, remember, God's not trying to take you out. 
God's trying to actually make you look like Christ because our highest calling is to look like Christ. That's our highest calling, right? It's when I stand before God, he's going to be, you were such an amazing prophet, Elizabeth. That's not what he's looking for. He's never going to say that. He's going to be like, do you look like me? Amen. So, so this is where the dark night is sold. This is where people fall to the wayside and they lose the calling that God had on them because they're like, God, you were so good to me in the twenties. Now I don't even (laughs) see you anymore. You know, we get in our little crying fit, but that's what he's trying to kill in us. So then now you hit, if you make it through your dark night of the soul, right. And you get into your forties. Now God is now making you what he wants you to look like. And so now you're like, I'm not going to do anything unless I see the father doing it. I'm not going (laughs) to go over here. I'm not going to do this until God tells me to. And then when you hit 50, you hit convergence. So all the journey up to God. So now if you can endure all that time, Now, God can use you to, um, he can actually use you now when you hit convergence that he can use you anywhere in the world, whatever he's called you to do. You can actually do that if you can endure that. My friend, John Thomas, he said that he has leaders, he runs streams ministry. He actually said he doesn't put anyone over um, to be a leader of the ministry in any of their uh, locations, unless they've been through the dark night of the soul. There's something that's produced inside of you if you can embrace the dark night of the soul, right? Mm-hmm. And so in that, I want to pray for you because if if this is part, don't get me wrong, depression, I get it. I understand mental disorder, but sometimes it's just a satanic attack. Come on. And so with you, if you're watching right now online and you're battling depression, you're battling disappointment, you're battling disappointment, I want to pray for you right now. Lord, we pray and we break every spirit that's come against them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind every spirit of depression that would try to hold their minds. I actually see these things on. On, it's like a bar and it's like un thing. Lord, we break the power of that thing in the mighty name of Jesus off their mind. I speak freedom over you. I decree freedom over your mind. I even see somebody, it's been like two or three years, you've been actually battling depression on and off and God's breaking the power and not that just that, the cycle of it is breaking it in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, those that are facing disappointment, whether you're disappointed with God or people around you. um, I even see someone disappointed in a leader. Lord, we decree healing to go in those areas of your heart right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we tell you, let the love of God overpower them. And you that are battling, that was battling depression, that received this, uh, uh, received this, um, uh, Lord, I, re- I release even the love of God and the steadfast love of God. I hear the Lord say steadfast love of God. And so we release that even now, right now to you, that you would have that in your heart and be strengthened be strengthened. I even see somebody, you, your story, you're going to actually be on a platform in your church telling your story of how God delivered you from depression. Lord, we thank you, God, for testimonies of grace, testimonies, Amen. Lord, that would give you all the glory. And Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I just come against any spirit of suicide. I command that off of you right now. Right now, we declare you will live and release the goodness of the Lord. Whoa. I just see the Lord doing like open heart surgery on somebody's heart. Just release. I'm just going to do repentance, Elizabeth. I just, just, I I sense, just release forgiveness. I'm just sorry for anybody that wronged you. 
for anybody that abused you. I just repent for them. And I ask, I stand in the gap and I ask for forgiveness. Just let them go right now. Just let the love of the Father wash over your heart. Oh, wash over your heart. We just curse the roots of stress and trauma right now. I command it off your cellular memory and I command you in a true identity. Oh, that you're going to walk and who God created you to be. I see him breaking off that rejection. All trauma from rejections breaking off right now. In the name of Jesus, we just release the glory, the presence. Sometimes just one minute in the glory, like what Elizabeth said, the touch of the father's hand can go way deeper than any inner healing and deliverance session. I love all that. But the father's presence, just let him minister to you. Ask him for words of affirmation. Just talk to him in the glory. That's all the glory is, is the presence, the intimacy of the father. Just say, give me affirmation, Lord. Let me hear what you want to say to me in this season. thank you lord we just release your presence over their hearts right now i see i see the lord even restoring a marriage you thought it was going to end in divorce but i see the father just reaching in reaching in and everything generationally that's came against your marriage we shut it right now in the name of jesus and we bless your marriage oh if you get anything elizabeth go for it thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Mm. I even see the Lord healing schizophrenia right now. We just speak to that and we curse the roots of that. And we just bless your discerning of spirit gift. And we call a grace into your life, the grace to carry it. Whoa, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I see the Lord even breaking all strongholds out of the mind right now, just one after the next. We just speak to those strongholds. Whoa, we just declare over your mind, over everybody under the sound of our voice, that you have the mind of Christ. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. His word is like a hammer. Whoa, we just release your word like a hammer, Father. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. We speak freedom over everybody under the sound of our voice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I'm just honoring the glory for a second. It's just getting a little heavy in here. I'm just honoring him. Mm. Somebody's asking for healing, Elizabeth, for um, daughter's autoimmune disease, which is a new diagnosis. Yeah, Lord, we pray right now, Lord, we release healing, God, healing over her daughter, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I speak the peace of God, Lord, I even, there's some anxiety attached to this, I see anxiety, and Lord, we bind that in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak peace, I release healing to her body right now in the name of Jesus, yeah, Lord, wow. Yeah, come on. Somebody's asking for their coffee business to be blessed. And we have a funny testimony because when we do, we do, me and my husband do deliverance session. We were talking to Elizabeth. We do it together. And I love the husband and wife team. So we have so much fun. But on our deliverance sessions, we do like prophesying, inner healing. We just honor Holy Spirit. And the Lord actually spoke to us to pray over somebody's coffee business and declare over it for seven days. 
And they actually sent us all this coffee in the mail because the Lord had totally blessed and they had sold way more than they had the previous week. So I just wanted to encourage you with a testimony that is coffee business. It must be the season for coffee, Elizabeth. So we I love coffee. We love coffee. God bless. <laughs> coffee and glory. Yeah, I love it. You know, we love coffee. God bless all the coffee. Amen. Business. May they make a lot of money. <laughs> Please just expand, expand. We just declare expansion over Michael Kidd's prayer over his coffee business. Lord, let everything sell. We decree and declare multiplication whoa, to the cells right now in the name of Jesus. I just love that about the Father. Every good and perfect gift, right, Elizabeth? Wow. It comes from the Father above. And I just I just want you to share. I think there's a time where um I, I see you cultivating. Um, I'm trying to think of prophetically how to describe what I'm seeing. It's like there's seasons where you learn to move and step with the Lord. And, and it, since you yielded, especially like in the dark nights of the soul that you were talking about, you kept yielding to the Lord and you kept yielding to the Lord and it brought acceleration in your life. So should, could you tell some of those experiences that you feel led will help some of the viewers? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love this because I like practical Christian living. Right. Amen. So I, I, and here's the thing. Sometimes you hear people talk about things and it's so big and so beyond right. you're like, I've never touched that, but that's why I love being so practical and honest because I want people to know that God can touch and use anyone. He can use on. anyone on the earth. He's looking for yielded vessels are willing to empty themselves of themselves. Amen. So, so in those times of, um, you know, like that God touches you, it's, it's like, I, I want to say, sometimes I fail. Come on. Like you have to be okay with letting yourself fail. My personality is, is like bent toward being a little more of a perfectionist. Mm. Um, but I had to be delivered of that. You know, God had to deliver me of that. And so like, I have to embrace that. I know it's crazy, but my personality type, like the thought of like failing or being wrong, like we, we just don't like that. I know you probably. I can relate that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to get to a point where I was like, oh, I'm going to celebrate, like, not that I failed, but I'm going to be okay. Like I had to process through on the inside. Like, first of all, I don't know why we have that because None of us are even close to being perfect, right? Come on. But there's something as a freedom that happens to you when you can allow yourself not to be perfect mm -hmm. and to say like, hey, I, I really like messed up that time. I need to go apologize to that person because I said something wrong to them or I didn't do it in a Christ-like thing. Like, like go fix it. it. To me, it doesn't matter what happens just as long as you try to fix it. And if you fail the Lord, like if you fail the Lord in your relationship, go like, he's a good father, um, go and repent. That's what repentance is for it. Say, Lord, you know what? I failed. I just really flopped on that one. Um, you know, Lord, I repent of it. Show me how to do that better. You know, show me how not to stumble in that area or do whatever it is, like have a bad attitude or, you know, become more. But because the journey is about becoming more Christ like the journey is not becoming perfect. The journey is about being become more Christ like. So I tell our young prophets, I tell them this. I said, here's the deal. I'm not wanting you to be perfect. If you try to show you me your perfect side, it means it's a spirit of fear and shame that you're somehow is battling in there with you. But you feel like you need to show me that part. I do require and God requires all of us to be pure. 
So being pure and being perfect are two different things to me. Pure means that your heart's turned towards God. You, mm-hmm. Even if you stumble in your journey, you're still like, God, you know, come, you know, come, you know, clean, help me or whatever. Like that's the beauty of walking with the Lord, right? He's always trying to grow us. Amen. Now, now that's different than if somebody is just like, they become self-protective and they've come into this thing of like trying to become perfect mm-hmm. and they could do no wrong in the world. Like for me at that point, that's, I, I'm going to leave you with Jesus because yeah. he's going to have to deal with that. But, yeah. but I want to free people here. Um, be okay. Like with not being perfect in the journey. God, God knew that before he got you. He knew before you got, he knew that you would have moments that, that actually require you to say, God, I need you to be filled. Okay. So like the fruit, the spirit is this, the fruit is what you actually need. Like love, joy, peace, all those things, long suffering, patience, forgiveness, all those things. Right. So, and then the, of the spirit is who you need to be empowered by. So we actually try to do a lot of stuff in ourselves because that independent spirit that's in our nation tries to do stuff themselves. I mean, I remember growing up and I'd be like, mom, you could show me some once, but don't show me again. Like I can, you can show me once. So like I grew up where I was like uh, a little tough, you know, even though, and when I came in the kingdom of the Lord told me is like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to force you to need people. Come on. So like, so it doesn't mean you have to be like needy. I don't mean I'm talking about like where you're like, Hey, can you help me? with Can you do this? And so what you do is you learn to be the body, right. With each other. And so with that, um, so with that, some of you guys are out there, you're battling independent spirits. And if you're prophetic and you're watching, man, I feel this one. I'm going to hit this one. I go after it. I'm here. Thanks, April. Um, I feel right now the Lord's showing me that there's some people here you're battling through independent spirit. And some of you, I actually hear you. You, you said to a leader in your life, well, I don't have to listen to you. God spoke to me. So that is an independent spirit that has nothing to do. Please do not tag God's name on that. He's not in any of that. God is a God that has authority in place for a reason and for you to submit to that. Do you know some of the greatest times of like um, testing in my life or is with authority and and it's right before God promotes me. Come on. So how many tests have we failed because we weren't willing to submit? There are times people, I mean, I could tell you things right now, the people in authority over me are like, Oh, I don't want you to do that. And I have to say, okay, come on. Well, and I have to either trust God and um, there's, there's my, my spiritual mom, Patricia King. She told me one day we were praying through something and she said, Elizabeth, trust the Lord. He's going to open a door in the future for like the right timing on something, which I was like, man, this is such a great opportunity. And she said, God will open the door. Just be faithful to like your authority and so so in the middle of that like there's a freedom instead of bucking because remember when these when these testing comes to test you remember you're like i'm submitted i'm a submitted prophetic person and then all of a sudden somebody tells you not to do something tell me tell me where your submission is your submission is in people that tell you you are amazing you're great you can do whatever you want to do true (laughs) submission comes when you are true submission comes when is someone tells you no come on so but that's a whole different story i did feel to share a little bit on that yeah yeah it's powerful it's powerful so just come out of agreement it's so funny elizabeth i had to be delivered from that and you're gonna laugh you know how god delivered me from an independent spirit (laughs) how is that he gave me a dream 
and delivered me in the dream of it being in my bloodline from being passed down. And he showed me very particular uh, family members and then ripped it out. (laughs) Praise the Lord, get it out. (laughs) Hey, that's awesome to have be delivered in a dream. (laughs) Yeah, Lord, just, I just impart dreams, Lord, everybody under the sound of our voice, Lord, just God speaks to so much to dreams. I feel like we could go there. Elizabeth, if you feel led to share, I love dreams. I I dream like sometimes three or four dreams or night, but I have had inner healing and deliverance dreams where I've experienced both through a dream. Wow. So let's talk about dreams. Okay. I, I, first of all, April, like, I feel like sometimes I have the funniest life, you know? So, so like for me, I would listen to my friends and they'd be like, Oh, I just had a dream about running in the field with the Lord. And, and I'm like having warfare dreams and like, I'm like, I'm like somebody's trying to break in a house and like, you know, I'm like, can, can I like have a normal life, dream life, Jesus? Like I literally my whole life, even before I was saved, I would have warfare dreams. Oh, and I, oh. I just feel like, God, just give me like a running in the tulips with you dream. I don't know what like my friend has over here. So, so if you're a dreamer, you have a lot of warfare dreams like me. Um, God yeah, bless. Do you. Do you have those? I do. <laughs> Yeah, I chuckle at myself. I was like, Lord, I don't think you'll ever give me normal dreams. So, but my main thing, actually, some people are dreams and visions, you know, they, I mean, I don't know how yours, how you receive from the Lord. I actually have more, God speaks to me more about visions than he does dreams, but I have tons of dreams, but my natural easy flow um, is probably visions. Mine goes in and out. But dreams are just a constant in my life. But I, I'll have visions, but I, I know like a lot of warnings. I get a lot of warnings in dreams. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like you. I'm like, God, can I just like have a normal like two nights of sleep? <laughs> I just want to sleep where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I slept on the pillow. It felt like a cloud, you know. Uh, we've had a lot of impartation dreams, though. I'm sure you've had some of those. Um, Oh, those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a dream, which is kind of um, a lot. This is one of the more significant. I, I used to have a lot of impartation dreams when I was younger. I would always have this reoccurring dream that Benny Hinn. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey, first of all, I don't even know Benny. But like, I would have this dream, like, and I would have the dream, like one of them was uh, we were in Israel. And he kept on, he was laying hands on all of them are them laying hands on me, right? These impartation dreams. Yeah, amen. I had a, I used to have dreams of John Kilpatrick imparting to me. Like it was so weird, but um, not weird. But then um, my most recent one of impartation is last November, I think it was. I had a dream, and in the dream, I was in this church, and then all of a sudden, there was this long line of our international young prophets, and all of our apostolic advisors were sitting on the front row, and um, there was a, a African American lady that was up front, and she was a judge, but she was like this wild prophet at the same time. She was like, she was like a judge, but she was prophesying, not but, and she was prophesying, and uh, she was up there, and all of a sudden, it was like. 
this momentum and anyone that was part of international young profits that wanted um, to be to, to receive a governmental anointing, they were in that line and all the apostolic advisors on the front row were just watching everything and just cheering it on. And this lady, like I'm telling you, like the power of God was so strong in the dream. And um, she kept on anyone that wanted the governmental anointing. I'm telling you, like, that's why I think she was a, uh, um, she was um, a judge in there um, and then a prophet at the same time. And so as she, anyone that wanted it, she would lay hands on them and then prophesy over them and like be a part to them in the dream. And so that was like the dream. And I woke up and I was like, whoa, we just got a governmental anointing on IYP. Like, I mean, I knew people in there were governmental, but we actually had an anointing imparted to the whole movement through a dream last November. Wow, that's so powerful. I can, I love those dreams. It, it's just amazing how God uses every area of our life and we're asleep. We yeah. get blessed while we're sleeping. I can relate to one of the recent ones I had, Elizabeth, was with a worship leader. Like, I'm like you. I can't go up and sing in front of thousands of people. You know, I'm like, Lord, I'll sing to you in quiet. I love that testimony that you shared about prophetic song. So if you haven't, if you need to watch the replay, sing over yourself. It's powerful that Elizabeth shares. But in the dream, a, a worship leader was asking who wanted worship leading impartation. And I'm like, no, no, no. And it was me and two other prophets, a well-known prophet. And she's like, come here, come here. I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to worship lead in front of everybody. All of a sudden, this worship leader laid hands on me and I woke up and I felt the glory. I'm like, okay, I don't know who this person is, why they're imparting to me, what's going on. And then all of a sudden, these songs of worship over the next three days just spontaneously started coming out wow. of the Lord. And I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> so sometimes if you have a dream and you don't always know what took place, just let it manifest. Like, yeah. well, I'm sure you see it. I've learned now to ask God because used to I didn't ask the Lord like what were you imparting and it's funny because you can impart in that season and then like years later you go okay I got to totally tell you my Benny Hinn story April you totally love this I don't know that I've ever told it publicly like this I've told it to individuals but I totally had forgotten about it and all of a sudden it kind of resurged in me um but I was at the call I don't know if you were there at the call DC thousand okay as we're also so I was at the call and I was like man I want impartation from Benny Hinn you know how big it was 400,000 people there yes so wow. so all of a sudden I go I want impartation from Benny Hinn like <laughs> I, was a kid. I was a kid but I was You're so hungry, hungry. I was hungry to the Lord. <laughs> So I was like, I was like, dang, we had come up with our Bible school, which is Brown Trouble Bible School Ministry. And Dr. Michael Brown had just gotten up. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the reason we're here is Dr. Michael Brown's up. I was like, but Benny's coming up. He just, so behind the platform, I don't know if you remember it behind, that's where they would walk out and go to their cars, but there were thousands of people waiting for whoever that leader was, right? Come on. And so I can't believe I'm telling the story publicly <laughs> now. <laughs> but all um, right. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden, Dr. Brown gets up. I was like, oh, man. yeah. And so Benny goes to come up. Now there's like thousands of people on each side, but there's just a little walkway. Like it's a weavy walkway to get for him to get to his car to leave. Right. Oh, wow. So it's like a long walkway though. So he goes through and like all these people are trying to get him to pray for them as they go through. And all of a sudden he comes like now 
you have the stages here. I'm halfway through the crowd, like between <laughs> between his car and the and the platform. I'm halfway down. All of a sudden, he's going through. He's not talking to you, but he's not talking to anybody at all, at all. So all of a sudden, he comes through. He comes over and stops and talks to me. Literally, I'm the only person he talks to the whole time. He said, "Hi, what's your name?" He mm -hmm. goes, uh, "Where are you from?" Like I am shaking in my boots, even though this is what I wanted. I literally, I literally was stuttering over my name, where I was from. I, I, I will tell you this: I forgot what city I was living in. I was so nervous. No, I forgot what city I was in, and I was just like, "Shoot, I can't even think." I was just like, "Hey, can you just pray for me?" And so he's like, sure. And so he laid hands on me and he started like, I don't know what he prayed over me, April, but he started laying hands on me. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, Ooh, and I was standing there. And then also he walks off. Like after he lays hands and imparts to me, he walks off. He literally talks to nobody else. I'm literally the only person he walks out and talks to. Um, <laughs> gets in his car right and so all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh Benny Hinn just prayed for me so I walk around like I, I, and then I'm like oh my gosh my knees are about to buckle like it was like that late hit of me hit of me right so I'm walking around and I was like oh my gosh there none of my friends are here like I'm the only one here because I had gotten like far away around to try to get back to the front and I was like nobody's here I'm gonna be laid out and nobody will know like I'm gonna die here like it's so <laughs> Because I didn't know my legs were about to give out. So it, they started shaking under the power. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm like walking. And, and all of a sudden, my friend calls me. It's when like cell phones had just kind of, you know, we had interesting cell phones. Anyway, so and so my friend calls me and he's like, hey, where are you at? And I said, well, I just got prayer from Benny Hinn. And I said, my legs are really shaking. Like, you have to come this way. I cannot make it back to where you are. I mean, there are 400,000 people on the mall. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he comes and he goes, no. He goes, God told me to go find Elizabeth because she's going to go. She's going to meet Benny Hinn. Now, him and I are both like analytical thinkers like we're we're like the last people <laughs> in sometimes not now or not but back then we were and like we like we actually me, me and this guy actually we went to um a prophetic meeting and we're like Ugh. we're like is this stuff even real like that's seriously that's how we were back then and we're like is this stuff real like i really want to hear god but if we were so hungry we even went to the meeting don't ask me why that was <laughs> Anyway, so that's how we were so when he said, tells me that God speaks to him and tells and he was like there's no way Elizabeth's not meeting Benny yet. um and so then I was like no Benny prayed for me and he parted so, so yeah that's my favorite funny Benny Hinn story but anyway that was 2000 September 2000 so um, that, 2001 something like that I love that because impartation is so powerful in the spirit realm and it's so beautiful who hasn't been a hungry, hungry lion and looked for impartation? You know? remember, remember before this, I was having dreams of Benny Hinn praying for me in my dreams. Come on. Amen. That's so powerful. And the glory, the glory that he carries. And um, I just want to stop right here, Elizabeth, and just say, if you're wondering what we're talking about and you're logging on to this broadcast or you're watching the YouTube later on or listening to the podcast and you're like, what are they talking about? What are they talking about the glory? I just want you to, to just say it's intimacy with the father and just say, Jesus, I don't know everything they're talking about, but I want to know you. They're sharing these stories and it sounds amazing what God has done in their life. I want to experience, just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Whoa, make yourself real to me. 
I believe you died on the cross. You paid for my sin. And I just, I believe you were resurrected for me. And I want to know your glory. Let me have an encounter with what they're describing. Because what's possible for us is possible for you. Because we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's one of my favorite verses, 1 Corinthians 3.16. We are the temple. The glory filled the temple in Ezekiel. And the glory can fill you. You can carry just as much presence. Like Elizabeth said, it should make you hungry to want to go out and stir up the intimacy with the Father. So just invite him, just allow him, give him your pain, give him your anger, give him your frustration. Just say, I want to experience your glory. I want to have my own glory story. They're making me hungry for the things of God. And I, I just see many people being, many people being set free by that one prayer. You've been so, I see one particular person, you've been so hungry for the supernatural. You've looked for in every direction and Jesus is the gateway. Jesus is the gateway to set you free, to allow freedom into your life. He doesn't come back for repayment. He comes back with no fear. He comes back with love. And I just, I just speak the love of the Father over your heart, too. I just see the Lord breaking off father wounds that have hindered you, that, that kept you out of intimacy, that kept you out of the glory. We just speak to those father wounds. We speak to every trigger every cycle of triggering from abuse from your father, we just break it off you right now. Whoa. We just, we welcome you into the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. We welcome you to have your own glory story. We bless you and what God's doing in your life. Whoa. There's a few people, a Susie that they're uh, asking for a prayer for heart operation, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hey, I want to preface this because in, in the glory, there's healing in the glory. I want to say this to, I just want to make sure of this, first of all, um, I, I believe in the season, we're going to see an increase of the glory of God in our lives. Because there's so much warfare in the earth. We need Come this. On. I feel like the angels, the glory angels are going to increase in there. Here, here's one thing I do want to say to people. Do not worship angels. Do not Come worship. You worship Jesus. You don't worship Amen. angels. So that's one thing I want to say. But in the middle of that, they are sent for the messengers right for mm -hmm. us for us. they're met, sent as messengers mm -hmm. for us but we're messengers also but um in the middle of that i do want to encourage you like in the middle of that sit it find music that maybe could trigger that atmosphere find music mm -hmm. when i get in that realm here's my thing i say holy spirit you come um, I'm, I, I'm actually, sometimes I am looking for the glory, but generally I'm looking for his heart, you know, Come on. really. So I don't want people to worship the glory. I don't want people to yeah. worship that. I want to just set a precedent saying that because I, I want you to go after Jesus. Now these things yeah. come. I actually, in some of our meetings, will sense there's an angel come in of glory in our meetings. And so he he's there for that. But in when the glory happens, it is refreshing happens in people's lives. Inner healing happens. You have people that their angels, they'll come in. Like now we're seeing more harvest angels coming in, going for salvation. Um, there, but there's an increase of this, of protection. You know, sometimes yeah. glory angels come in, they're protecting. Um, Go there for warfare yeah. yeah and so so with that we just want to i just want to encourage you like go after the lord let the glory and presence of god just fill your place but also like set an atmosphere for the lord Amen. 
Like whether it's finding music, sometimes I put on music I know have some kind of glory on it and I leave it on in my house just to play while I'm gone. So when I come back, the atmosphere is set. Um, so just protect your atmosphere around you so the glory can come. Come on, that's so true. And talk about uni. You want to talk about unity with that? Unity, yeah. Um, unity is so important. And um, I, I don't know, are we just talking to like prophetic people or just what's your reach? Uh, mostly, but I, I see a lot of new names on here. So it's probably all across the board. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start with the prophetic because that's my heart, my heart. I love, if you're prophetic, you're a prophet. I love you so much. God loves you. He just, he just, he's very, uh, he says in the Bible so many times, like, he protects the prophet. He, he there's something special about him with prophets. So I love you. First of all, here's our thing. Unity is so important. The spirit, the independent spirit, and these things we've talked about, the orphan spirit, some of those are, are anti against, they're against the company of prophets. And so as a prophet, prophetic person, um, you, you have your individual calling, but the highest calling of a prophet is to be part of a company of prophets. And when you're in that company of prophets, I watch people that are part sometimes they're in competition with each other. They try to like do, um, uh, try to nix each other out. There's no unity. You have to be intentional about unity when you're a prophet or prophetic person. Know that the covenant breaking spirit will come against and try to disrupt you. I don't know one prophetic person that that doesn't get into it with prophet each other prophets get into it with each other because it's actually an assignment sent against keeping the company of prophets from being together when i started what i was doing i actually called people i knew that would know a lot of people and i said do you know any company of prophets and they said no why is that? Because prophets go, well, I'll just do it myself. I'll go with the vision God has for me instead of going to a different level of covenant and forming um, prophetic companies that really honor and love each other. They're really like, because they're, they're assignments that are given to individual prophets, but they're assignments only made for the company of prophets. Mm -hmm. And so if we miss out on some of these assignments because of our lack of unity, I'm not pointing at anybody else. I'm talking about my lack of unity. If we if we're missing out on assignments, that's my fault, and I'm going to stand before the Lord for it. So I, I just want to say unity is very important. And if you're a prophetic person or prophet, if you have odd against your brother, go and make it right. Your love walk is so important. Come on. It's so important. And if you, I'm just telling you, I mean, there's so much strife in the prophetic movement. And God, that's not God's heart. Are there, there's so many amazing people in the prophetic movement. So many amazing people. But I watch amazing people fight with each other. And mm -hmm. I, we're going to get into a day where I, I'm telling you guys, we're going to get into a day where we're going to put each other before ourselves and we're going to love and honor each other. And God is going to get all the glory for it. We're going to release words that are going to transform nations. We're going to work with each other. We're going to, apostles are going to love working with us. They won't go, oh my gosh, another crazy <laughs> prophet prophet but they're gonna actually be like whoa we love working with the prophets you know because they're so christ-like they're so walking in with each other so so that is my dream that's actually god's dream on unity in the body and unity in the prophetic so if you need to go make something right with someone go make this is a season to go make it right so god can give you your full inheritance
Come on. I love that. It's so powerful. I just love seeing unity come into the room because it, it creates an atmosphere for the glory or the unity is he commands a blessing. And I just, I just love how there's no striving in the glory. There's no striving when you're intimate and you're in step with what God has for you with each season. So that's why I was so thankful that Elizabeth, I actually was going to ask you to share what you shared at the prophet retreat, because there is stages with God. There is stages where you have to walk through and she described them perfectly, but that's when you learn to lean into the Lord. You learn to lean in for strength and then you learn to surrender and only go where he wants to send you. So I just want to thank everybody for, um, I just feel their hunger, Elizabeth. It's so, uh, I feel it higher than many of the other broadcasts. So anything you feel led to impart, to anybody that that you feel specific from the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I actually, usually people ask me to pray about hunger for people. So that's, we'll do that. Lord, I thank you for everyone watching tonight. Lord, I pray increase the hunger. Increase the love time with you, God. Increase it. Increase it. Increase, Lord, the time where they are so, they can't help but want to be in your presence. They can't help but roll out of bed and be like, man, I want to sit in his presence. And I don't want to ask him for anything. I just, the only thing I want to ask him for him to like put my heart in his heart. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for hunger, God. Those a hunger and thirst for righteousness, they'll be filled. Lord, we thank you, God, that your heart will become our heart and our heart will hide in your heart. And Lord, in this time that we'll know what your perfect will is because we're so close to you and we're so running after you. And Lord, we release hunger, hunger for your presence, hunger for all, Lord, all that you're doing, Lord, that we want to say, Lord, we will just move with you. We'll just move if God's moving, I'm moving. If he's standing still, I'm standing still. Lord, we won't be moved by what we see in other people. We'll actually be moved because we're so in step with you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the hunger of those watching. God, fill all the hunger, but not just fill it, but increase, Lord. Increase, increase. And Lord, as those people go about, other people will catch it. They'll say, well, that person's super hungry, Lord. I want to be hungry like that for you. And Lord, we thank you, God, for your presence. So, Lord, you're a God that loves to be among your people. Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. I just felt a strong, like, spirit of revival earlier. So we just speak over your own heart. Revival starts in the heart. Just We just declare over your heart that your heart's revived. That it's revived. It's revived. It's revived. It's revived. Lord, we just thank you for increase. And, and under everybody, under the sound of our voice, increase territory, even in their own body, Lord, that you drive out sickness, that you drive out disease. If you need a miracle now, and we haven't called it out specifically, just receive in the glory, anything you need right now in his presence, in his presence. I see him healing shoulders right now. Whoa. I see him hearing healing backs right now. Just whatever you need, just reach out, reach out. Anybody in the hospital, family members in the hospital, we just speak life. We declare and decree wholeness right now in the name of Jesus. Serena, we just bless your mom. We speak life over her. We speak healing and health right now in the name of Jesus. I see the Lord healing TMJ. Whatever you need, just reach up, whether we call it or don't. The Father's always there. Whoa. I even see a right broken arm where we just declare a new bone from heaven right now. We just speak to that bone, to that arm. 
right now we just say be made whole by the authority of Jesus Christ. Elizabeth, if you see anything, just go for it. Yeah, Lord. Lord, I pray for broken hearts right now. I pray those that are watching, Lord, that have been hurt and they've pushed the pain aside, Lord, that you would heal their hearts, God. Lord, I would decree, Lord, this is a season of healing of the prophetic. Come on. People, the prophets have been hurt and broken, Lord. I release healing, that that inner healing, Lord, and it would be replaced with just your love, Father. That your love would just fill their hearts, God, that they'll never let this affect them again. In Jesus' name, wow. Jesus name. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for the your presence. Mm. We just release your glory over everybody under the sound of our voice right now. Lord, we just get out of the way and we honor your presence. Yeah. Oh. Mm. We thank you, Lord. I just see the Lord even cutting off word curses. Oh, I just hate those things, Elizabeth. <laughs> I just break word curses over everybody under the sound of our voice. Right now, we just declare you are a victor, that you walk in victory, that everywhere you, you put your feet on the ground, the Lord just gives you the territory. Lord, we just thank you for, um, I just see the Lord releasing honor, honor over people where you've been dishonored and wounded because you've been so dishonored. I just thank you, Lord, that you just, you release them. And the Lord is actually honoring you because he loves you as a child. Because mm. when you receive honor, you can give honor. Whoa. When you receive honor for your spirit and yourself and realize that the Lord just honors you as a child and honors you as a person, you can just pour it out and just say, Lord, just heal my heart everywhere I felt dishonored. I just see the heaviness breaking off your back as you let it go. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. More. There it is. Just let it roll off your back. Whoa. Right now, just let him breathe a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit over you. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. We just honor your presence. We just let your declare your presence just washes over everybody right now. Touch their hearts, bind up their wounds. We're just set people free in your glory right now. Just set people free. Whoa. May they know the truth, and the truth sets them free, Lord. Whoa. I see the Lord breaking off anxiety, breaking off fear. Mm. I see the Lord renewing strength in his presence right now. Mm. Mm. Just yield to his presence. Just receive. He may show you a picture if you're a seer. A lot of prophetic people on here. Just just go with the picture that he shows you. Allow him to heal whatever he shows you personally. Sometimes he calls out things publicly, but sometimes he just wants to be intimate. Mm. And we just speak to false root systems. We declare they are rooted and grounded in the love of Jesus Christ. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I hear the Lord just saying, cast your cares. I see a lot of people with a lot of uh, pressure. I just see pressure coming at you. Uh, specifically, I see a male right now and the pressures of work and work and finances and work and work and work and finances. Lord, I just declare that you provide for him. 
I call in supernatural provision for him right now. Just let that yoke come around your neck. Jesus is your provider. He will provide. Just let the fear of lack, you break that off of you. We declare every bill. We declare and decree every bill that you have to be paid in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just see freedom coming to people's minds right now. Freedom coming to your mind. Just thank you for your presence. Just let it wash over them. Thank you, Lord, more of your presence. Over everybody under the sound of our voice, just more of your presence. May they know you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I see the Lord breaking shock off people's hearts right now. There's somebody that's been through a betrayal. He's just healing that right now in his presence. Oh, just let it go. Let it go. Actually, um, the betrayal is just assignment from the enemy. I see like a Lord's actually removing like a, a dagger out of your heart. Just let him remove it. We wash over it with the washing of the water of the word of his presence. Just let his presence wash and bind up that wound right now. Thank you. Mm. Just honor your presence. Lord. Just honor who you are. Just be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged in the Lord. Mm. I hear the Lord just saying, some of you just need to hear that I'm proud of you. The Lord's just saying, I'm proud of you. You just need validation. And he is the best validation giver. Don't, I mean, yes, people are great. But when he speaks it to your heart, it's that transformation that Elizabeth was talking about. Because what he says matters the most. And what he says will set what he says to your heart. It's so intimate. Just ask him. I see him speaking things. If you'll listen right now, I'll see the Lord speaking things specific to where you need affirmed. Whoa. I don't even want to call those out because it's so intimate with you and the Lord. More of your presence, Lord. Mm. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Just taking a minute and honoring his presence. Mm. I just declare over each one of you guys, I see the Lord releasing joy in the glory. It's your joy, it's your, his joy, his joy is your strength in this season. I just declare that over you. If you've been a, in a hard season, and you can identify with what Elizabeth was talking about earlier. Or maybe you're in the, the dark night of soul season. Just to, I just declare the joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just say more of your presence, more of your glory. Mm. Mm. I just hear somebody, you're just, you've been upset because accusations have came at you and these were false accusations. And I just see the Lord like wiping that away. 
Don't even respond. Just let the Lord be your vindicator. He's just washing that away in the glory. He sees. He knows. Mm -hmm. I see your fruit and your character. I see your fruit and your character. Just release it to the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Let your presence touch everybody. We just declare household salvation right now. I see the Lord just release. I just release the presence and the glory over households, Lord. I just declare that spirit of revival and the bloodlines. Thank you, Lord. Revival and the bloodlines, bloodline transitional people. Lord, I just declare every giant in the bloodline to fall. In the name of Jesus, and they, I just bless the transitional people. I'll say, Lord, just give them more to transition that bloodline into glory. Thank you, Lord. Just wash over hearts and minds right now. I'll see the Lord releasing peace. Just receive peace and the glory. just want to honor your time Elizabeth and uh, I just want people to be able to know where to follow you where to connect with you yeah um, you could go if you want to follow what we're doing we have events coming up uh, you can just go to internationalyoungprofits.org um, under events or you could um, or you could uh, go any of our social media I'm on Instagram and that kind of stuff one thing I do want to say, if this is okay, April, um, we have an event for, uh, it's called a Gathering of Young Apostles, and it'll be Patricia King and myself. And we'll have so we'll have a panel one night. They'll have some lead apostles from that area on it. But, um, but I want to invite people, if you'd like to come that, we're only allowing 75 people to come that. If you are an apostle and you'd like to come to that, just go to our website and I'll say Gathering of Young Apostles on there. Um, and you can sign up for the event. And just realize I'm going to cut it off at 75. So first come, first serve on those. So um, it'll be April 18th and 19th. It'll be in Phoenix area at uh, Church Church for the Nations. Um, that's like maybe 15 minutes from the airport. But if you're interested and you're an apostle and you would like to come, a young apostle that you would like to come to that, please go to our website and just sign up for that and come be part amen it's so powerful so check that out make sure you follow her and the glory's been so heavy i just want to honor elizabeth and thank her for her time but i just want to challenge you to go get in the glory as we get off here and we log off go sit with the heavenly father go have your intimate encounter like with what elizabeth was sharing and enjoy intimacy and make sure you uh, follow elizabeth and you um, sign up for anything. Just pray about it. See what the Lord would have you to do in this season and accelerate your training. But I want to honor you and thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming on here and for sharing your glory story. You're so welcome. <coughs> thank you so much, April. Appreciate it. You're welcome. 
everybody go get the glory we love you (laughs) be blessed and everybody that is another glory story for you so i would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guest talk about on the glory today to just get alone with god and ask him to help you cultivate his presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that god wants you to be a part of 